Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for episode 119 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is June the 29th, 2023, and I, the Destiny bad boy, not Ryan Fox, am here with my fire team, who all of UCCBs know by now. Jared? Hey, everyone. So this week we have a Twit update, some servers, and maybe some uh, additional fishing luck that's going to be going on next week. And the Chronicler himself, Chato Cerro. Ah, hearing Twid still... I, I gotta get used to it. I still can't. I yeah. still can't process it. But we're we're actually gonna be going into the uh, the lore book of the season for once. Pretty early on, uh, we're starting it as a part one. Gonna finish it next week. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited to dig in. And as a reminder, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, where if you're not, you really miss out on uh, the pre-show, which is probably one of the better parts of the show, if we're being honest. Uh, that uh, if you're on YouTube, you can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. If you listen to us on there, thank you so much. Please be sure to like and uh, leave a comment, you know, uh, recommend us to a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, uh, like, like, click the bell, turn on notifications, all that stuff that helps us with the algorithm. Follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod, send us Bungie friend requests because I think I have about four to five people online at a time right now it's uh uh hashtag dead game so uh join our discord server uh we did get a twid this week and uh i believe sam brought it i looked but i don't remember if not i'll correct it after the break here uh but before we get into that let's listen to our intro music who is brought which is brought to you by everybody's favorite link who you can find on twitter at link of time g Corner, a Destiny podcast. All right, Jared, you want to start us off with the twid this week? Yeah. So, um, you know, with all these twids, they kind of just summarize what's been going on this last week or two with just bullet points. So, if there's any of those that like, you want to dive it back into or go back and listen to us for our previous. You know, twid discussions. Uh, we'll get a we'll get you going. Now, this week, uh, there's going to be an update on game stability and its next steps. Basically, Bungie is making the statement that they're aware of the uh, of these issues, and they kind of go in detail of servers and like the server communicating with algorithms to fix claims, which a claim is like an error code. Um, this was like a lot, a lot of words to be like, we see the errors. Our previous algorithm doesn't, didn't detect them too fast. So now it should be connected, connecting the dots faster in the future. And this is what we're going to do moving forward. So ongoing, they're going to continue to um, make these adjustments. But on the mid-season update for season 21, they're going to make targeted improvements to their logging and um, altering systems allowing to diagnose issues more quickly with claims and related systems. And these changes are designed to minimize risk and the f further degrading stability while 
helping confirm effectiveness of fixes farther out on the roadmap. So that's wave one. Second wave is the launch of season 22. Um, here's where they're going to be deploying large set of improvements to improve the self-healing ability of claims and then reduce them out, reduce the odds of like manual people needing to bring destiny temporary offline to fix an issue. Um, and then season 23, uh, based on the results of the season 22 launch, there'll be more updates and improving the bugs, fixes and, you know, targeting deeper and broader architectural improvements, like with the servers and the coding. So, um, this is kind of just what happens as the game ages, isn't it? Like, I, I feel like, what was there ever a time in Halo days when the game was, like, around for a long time and then servers kind of got wonky because just how the old only, the code was? The only server issues that ever happened in Halo is whenever 343 took it over and tried to launch uh, Master Chief Collection. Really, that was, uh, honestly, that was the only server issues, and that game was busted ass broke for <clears throat> I want to say like a year or two years like I remember having to after every game having all four of us having to dashboard or like close the app come back in and get back in in order to be able to be able to queue back up after that um, but as far as like the Bungie Halo games they were flawless um, to the point to where uh, Bungie came up with the party system that was initially that initially or eventually rather uh came to xbox that started as a as a bungee thing um initial xbox live all games kind of did their own thing there wasn't like a uh like xbox live supported voice chat but there wasn't like cross like you couldn't like get into a group and just stay with that group and roll through it was always searching so they actually used a lot or they worked closely with bungee in order to implement a lot of their code into the initial xbox live back in like 2004 i'm sure well i'm sure they were working on halo 2 2002 2003 <clears throat> and that and that was uh i think live came out in 02 i want to say around christmas of 02 mm -hmm. so and then they used a lot of that once halo 2 launched it was like uh a totally that's like probably the last time i've been my like my mind was blown was probably that like online gaming yeah Chad, uh, looking at all these this this map out here, what they're going to change is this going to be enough for us to like? All right, it's going to be stable for that day one raid or the launch and expansion, or is it still we're going to be, you know, are we still going to be just hanging on? I mean, what I can say is, very surprisingly for us, Root of Nightmares wasn't terrible. Um, we got. Booted, I think, on the first encounter of Vow. Like yes. lots of people were having the first encounter troubles. Um, and I think we also did. Because uh, I remember we had to do it twice. Um, the opening right there. Yeah, the opening, the thing. opening the door. Um and on on Ron, there there I don't remember there being many hiccups, if at all. I mean, we did also we got on later. We didn't do it starting day one on the on the time on the dot. We started after a full work day. Um so that might attribute to that. 
But I'm hoping, if anything, that it's just either the same as what our experience was on Ron or just a little smoother, which is totally fine with me. That's that's where it should be at. So, I mean, for my experience with Ron, I just want that exact same experience or a little bit better. So, yeah. I mean, I really hope so because there's a lot of like connecting Destiny server stuff that's coming on and the Baboon errors. I mean, it's kind of makes stuff unfun. Uh, I know like the other, I think last week we battled like all night with uh, some disconnects in a re- in Last Wish. I think, Chad, you completely like, I think you did get babooned in the middle of an encounter, uh, yeah. which that stuff's tough and yeah. it just makes stuff not fun. So hopefully this improves it moving forward. Yeah, it was the Ogre. I came back yeah. during DPS with no ammo at all. So I'm just shooting him with a handgun, <laughs> like pew, pew, pew. <laughs> all right. So next week is going to be bungee day week. So that's on seven, seven. Um, and part of that is going to be double exotic fish drop rate across the board at all three locations. So if you're having trouble getting some exotic fish or like you're trying to clear them out for the triumphs, uh, so the next week you're supposed to get double. So instead of getting one in 200, you're going to get one in 100. So smile, right? So um, overall, that's good. I hope Bungie Day is fun. It's going to be on Friday next week. Um, are you expecting anything out of Bungie Day? A bungee blog post, maybe. Yeah. Any maybe, update? Maybe, maybe something in the Eververse store. Yeah. Ooh, I was gonna say like a marathon styled set in Eververse store. Yeah. That might give like little hints as to marathon, like some symbols or some aesthetics that are on the armor sets. That would be, that's that's definitely not gonna happen. But that would be super cool if it did. Um. But they would obviously be two thousand silver each, duh. Um, <laughs> I'm just hoping like a like a cool marathon emblem comes out, and they just talk about Bungie in general because it's a day about Bungie for them, not technically Destiny. The only thing that they had was Destiny, so now they have two games that they can start being giggly about. Um, but I really don't expect much besides maybe an emblem. Call it a day. Or maybe they they do like a boosted something drop like like hey for the next five days or four days the exotic drop rate in lost sectors is increased okay I, I don't know man there's, know. there's literally yeah. nothing they can do that besides a a emblem that that's I'm excited that's about to say. like that's it I was waiting like, on you to... <laughs> emblem is it emblem is what An I'm expecting with a, with a seven and like the fist. Like the thunder, yeah, lightning douche. bolt thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably can't say douche, but you know, that's not what I said. But I'm glad you said it. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's some stuff in the tank that they can put out there if they want, and I and that's longs of matter or marathon. Like they can give us some more information about either one of those on that day, and I oh. think that that'd be cool. Jared was right. Did you see the matter news? Did I share that with you guys? I see that yeah. came out came out in the FTC the FTC filing. 
that uh, Microsoft is expecting a new IP from Bungie Matter in 2025, and Matter is not Marathon. So FTC oh and Microsoft um, kind of going back and forth over the Activision Blizzard acquisition. And, and there were a lot of documents, like emails and things, that came out as evidence, and it, it got lifted out of there. So Jared was right on that 100%. That's good. Uh, I think now I'm thinking matter is going to be like a uh, like a once or twice playthrough game. It's not going to be a uh, a live service game. Uh, it'd be hard to run three live service games. Yeah. Like I, what my dream would be would be that if this was just a PVE only game right that i mean that's not what it is yep Mm -hmm. yep but you know dude i'm gonna be honest with you 70 dollars 10 story campaign with like a good story attached to it like they did with halo um put it in the soul universe of destiny seven thousand years later or something you know and Maybe you find like Shax's helmet buried underneath a rock. You know what I mean? Just like a little wink and a nod and let us go shoot stuff in a fire team of three or four. I'd be happy with that. I don't even need multiplayer. Yeah. I got All right. Um, okay. So uh, last week was the Witness Origin Story uh, cinematic. And Bungie has confirmed that the cinematic will be playable. You will be able to be viewable in game after year six of destiny two. So that means usually when the start of the next expansion, all seasonal content gets wiped out of the game. That cutscene is staying. It's also on Bungie's YouTube now. So you can also go look, watch it there. Um, if you haven't seen it or haven't played it in game, it really connects a lot of the dots kind of what happened and um, overall, I mean, it was much needed in game, and I'm glad it's staying in game. That anybody can go view it. I thought, I hate to say this, but that that cutscene was fine, but it wasn't near the deal that the internet made it out to be. I don't think. I think we were so starved for any witness origin that. The fact that we finally got it, it was just so much hype. Yeah. Yeah, the their little stylized um story was more important in my eyes than what happened this week. Um what happened this week was you, you knew it as soon as Witch Queen the campaign ended. It's like, oh no, we have Savathun's body now, and the ghost escaped. What does that mean? That means Savathun's gonna get picked up eventually regard whether it's on our side or she just escapes somehow so you know she's coming back just not how or why so all we know now is like okay well zavala might pick her up res her teammate i guess yeah that's the thing like like sabathun's ghost amaru they got a new voice actor for it and the only time you really hear from him is in, in patrols like I feel like he's gotta be like in some other scenes and talking, 
uh, pretty soon. Yeah, that would make sense. Like, why would they replace the VA if it was just going to be a patrol talk? So, um, one thing that my favorite bit of dialogue this season and <clears throat> was so not the final week of the seasonal story, but the 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 week prior to that. You know how you go to the projector, like after you complete like the seven steps of the quest and then there's like a message and it was uh like drifter talking in there and uh talking about like his old days and all that like that was the most interesting bit to me i'm a self-admitted like sucker for germane content though you know what i mean like he's by far my favorite character of the whole first name basis the whole game yeah you know we go we go way back you know snitch (laughs) so but that that was my favorite part which is i wanted to listen to it again and i was like eh, i don't really want to i don't even i didn't even really know what to type into youtube to Mm -hmm. find it so i figured chat will tell me eventually again at some point so yeah all right. Um, that's pretty much it for the twid. Next, uh, we're going to get into is our likes and dislikes from the week. We give out three likes and three dislikes in total from us. And um, I'll go ahead and lead us off here. Uh, last week, we did complete uh, Fallen Saber GM. And a loaded question was dropping last week. And I got a loaded question with overflow and control burst. So that was awesome. That was worth it. I loved it. did take all 10 of my nightfall. I don't even know what those Ciphers. things are called. Yeah. All those to, to buy one. Uh, it cost 10. So. Uh, worth it, worth it because I got that roll. But if I got, if I didn't get that roll and it was turned into four legendary shards, I would be upset. Yeah, uh, my like this week was uh, getting to run the uh, ran a last wish with uh, Nina at the end of last week. Um, a full disclosure, I don't remember anything that happened after us. <laughs> After us shooting the heart at the end, I do not. I don't remember turning the game off. I don't remember going to the tower to pick out my red border. Apparently, I rewatched the stream. Apparently, we went into uh, <clears throat> another raid. We went into Vault of Glass. Yeah. And it looked like I just got lost and stuck and just was at a level mentally to where I was unable to figure out where to go or what to do. And just rage quit, I think. And uh, I woke up and I was like, I don't remember coming to bed. I don't remember anything. So, yeah, that would uh, apparently I had a pretty good time. So that would be my like for this yeah. week. Shout out to Nina, my wife. First raid ever. Um, she was not happy with me whenever it was. What's the second <laughs> boss encounter? Um, uh, Shirochi. Shirochi, yeah. Where you oh, have to go jump up on the platforms. And she goes, you didn't prepare me for these jumps. I was like, I know, it's my fault. But uh, after that raid, she had to go do 
the risk runner like catalyst thing for, that you you can do. And oh there's like yeah, there's like a decent jumping puzzle in there, and she did did it all without even telling me she did it. And she goes because like all you did like the hard jumps in the raid, and now like this jumping puzzle was like that much easier. So yeah. So my like for this week is that the story is headed in a good direction. Um, obviously, this season has has set up a witness backstory, which should have been story in Lightfall, but we have it now. Um, it's set up um, more character development between Zavala and um, I'm not on first name basis, so Drifter. Um, the b- 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 the same fourteen and him talking to. Saladin was very interesting as far as, as well this week, hearing them kind of butt heads, but like kind of come back together as like, you know, we need to be stand strong and just be Titans. Um, and just hearing all these storylines coming from, from the little cutscenes and the radio broadcast that you hear. And the one that the radio broadcast between Drifter and Zavala. Excellent. I loved it. That was great. That was, I think one of the highlights of the, the seasonal stuff so far for me, but, uh, Knowing as a fact now, even though it was pretty much everybody was agreed that Savathun's coming back, seeing how it or how it's going to happen, how Zavala is the one that's like, we got to do it. We have to do it. And it's like, wow, Zavala's the one that's, you know, he was telling us not to run after the guys who killed Cade. And now he's like, we got to pick up the Witch Queen. We got to res her. And everyone else is like, are you crazy? So it's, it's fun to see that kind of twist. But, uh, I'm excited to see how they like the end of season thing, how they get all that kind of squared away um, to see if it's next season or if it's, if Savathun gets picked up on the last season before final shape happens. Not sure. Not sure about the order. It makes sense if she was the season before final shape, but uh, we'll see how that goes. We'll see where it goes. Um, Now, as far as my dislike, I dislike that we have not gotten the uh, this week's GM out of the way. Um, this week's GM is the Battleground. I know that Ryan very much enjoyed the Battlegrounds so much. Uh, so he favorite. has those memorized. Um, and I know that I was talking about it with a guy at work. We're talking about it because he went through it on Hero to, to reacquaint himself with it. And he's like, we died in one of the rooms on Hero. And I was like, oh, Jeez. no, <laughs> I'm not excited. <laughs> and this was this was Wednesday. So he, like he tried it Tuesday night and then I talked to him about it Wednesday and he's like, yeah, dude, we, I tried it like it was it was, you know, just matchmaking. But he's like, we died. We died in, in the like the first room. Just <laughs> I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm actually, uh, I know it's weird me being the contrarian. I'm kind of looking forward to it. Like I'm ready for us. I'm ready for a challenge. Uh, we don't, we get what, like two days a year or three sittings a year where something's like frustratingly difficult. So I'm ready for it. <clears throat> I, granted, I might have a totally different outlook on it once we beat it here tomorrow or Saturday or whatever day we decide, but Right now, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, my dislike is just fishing, and this shit sucks. Like it sucks to go fishing. You get on there, trying to do get these exotic fish, so I'm not behind on the exotic quest, and 
I knew that eventually there would be some buff to these. I knew, but I didn't know if it would be at the end of this season or the end of the Destiny calendar year. Um, so apparently it's next week, as uh, we we touched on. But uh, I just want to get it done, get it over with. I swear to God, once I get this done, I will never touch fishing again unless there is some stupidly good piece of loot tied behind it. Like if it's just something to do, never again will I will I do it. All right, so not a fan of fishing and destiny. What if they have farming next season? As in, like, yeah, go <sighs> like till the garden, plant some seeds, go water them. Like, how, how you feel uh, about that? Like, <laughs> turn me into like a, a Stardew Valley, yeah, like type. Be a harvest moon kind it would, of guy. It would be like my, like Minecraft. That's my favorite thing to do. I do all the farm stuff. My wife Tiffany does all the mining and all that stuff. So I don't know, man. That's I don't think that they could do it in a way that would be as good as other games to make me do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have been. Uh, well, I'll save this for later in the show. But that would be much more up my alley than the fishing, uh, because I think. The only game that I ever liked fishing in was uh, Hank Parker's Black Bass Fishing on Super Nintendo. So <laughs> once we got past that, I wasn't much into the fishing genre. Yeah. Or the, they... the old uh, Sierra Sierra Fishing. You remember those games on the PC yeah. back in the back in the day? I don't think I played those that. Are old, those are old PC games. They were old for me. Like yeah. and yeah. What if they made fishing harder but more rewarding? Yeah, dude, like right now I'm just sitting and just looking at a screen and I'm pushing my mouse, the side of my mouse, wants to cast, wants to catch. And I'm pushing it over like 214 times, like wants to cast, wants to catch and not catching, like not catching the exotic fish. Like that is too much. Like it should not be more than 50 in order to, it should be like a, 2% 2% chance every cast to get that exotic fish. All right. So um, my dislike is my RNG luck of Ghost of the Deep Dungeon. I did finally get the Trace Rifle. I was the last one of the group to get it. Um, still, I haven't got the grenade, grenade launcher yet. I've only gotten one SMG. I've only gotten one Glaive, which I don't give a care. I don't really care about the glaive but still only get him to drop once and now um you know that grenade launcher just has to drop me one time and it's a waveframe it's a stasis one i really would like that but man can't get any better at it so um next up is going to be grandmaster notes all right um this last week's grandmaster was fallen saber uh, that was like the fifth time around. It's been a GM, probably the easiest one of the season. And we got it done. I think I, I don't know if you have the stats from the how many deaths we did, Fox, but wasn't bad for us being as rusty as, as we are in in game PVE. Um, I think we maybe got in a rough spot maybe one time, and that was like the arc hallway. And that's just just, yeah. just dumb. <laughs> yeah, just dumb stuff. And um, 
That's something uh, we've been full run, used to. Full run is on YouTube, by the way. And it was our first run. It wasn't like we ran it seven times. And then, like, we showed you the every run. There was only one. We showed it to you. So you can kind of see how it went for us. Um, you know, it's arc and it's overload. Uh, I think me and Chad both use trace rifles for overload. Fox used a scout rifle. So the trade fossil with overload work fine. It actually stuns it pretty quick. How do you feel about the scout rifle use for an overload? Uh, man, I, I kinda, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all because that that is the one strike to where the rooms kind of allow you to do damage from a range. So I was running Arbalest Scout Rifle and Rocket. <clears throat> and uh, I pulled it up here. I had five deaths. Jared had two deaths. Chad had two deaths, um, which I think I had two deaths in the arc hallway and two deaths in the final boss room. So uh, what I would recommend is having like because the boss shoots like that solar blast at you so have some sort of solar resist on your on your chest piece which uh maybe have two of them uh like two solars in an arc or something like that maybe probably be the way to go i would think because there's also the tracer shanks uh but scott rifle arbalist worked out real well uh i could pick the vandals off from distance and you know they were they were yellow bars, and I want to say they were four taps or five taps at the most to kind of take all the way down, assuming I was hitting all crits, which, you know, you know, that's nothing for me, really, hitting all crits. Uh, so, <laughs> but no, it was, uh, it was fun. And I was using a tar uh, Tarnish Metal with a uh, rapid hit bolt shot. So I was... Uh, I was I had a, a pretty good because the arc you got arc captains you're dealing with so it kind of it was a pretty pretty solid choice in my opinion. Yeah, so we, the other strat we kind of did was the Gallahorn strat uh, with some couple other rocket launchers, really just to pump out the the DPS. Uh, so um, I do like that strat moving forward. Um, I think Chad had a little bit of issue like keeping up heavy though. Is that right? After after the uh, war set, I just wasn't getting it to drop at all. Like, I don't think I saw another brick until the boss room. I, like, one of the servitors dropped a heavy brick. And I think that was one of your finders. So it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I was like, I still have a bunch of ammo. So I'm okay. I still had, I think I walked in there with five rockets. So I'm like, eh, okay. you know, it'll be okay. I was mostly using uh, a uh, trace rifle for overloading. And then... uh you know, just kind of hanging out and doing doing yeah. stuff. But I was suspending and doing a lot of of uh, strand based stuff most of the time, so I wasn't really using a rocket for the rest of the run until the boss boss room happened. But yeah, it was that was the only hitch for me was was uh, the need for rockets. But I was able to throw down panic grenades to suspend everything and run away, <laughs> and it was it worked. <laughs> uh, that, that was good. Uh, all of a sudden, there's two invisible guys on me. I'm like, ah, just tossed the grenade at the floor and ran away. <laughs> yeah, we had a, uh, a pretty solid run on that. The So the, the first room, you're doing the Warsat public event, basically, where you're counting down the timer. And 
uh, if you watch if you watch our video, you can go in and see. <clears throat> you kind of just stand in there for like five, six, seven seconds, and then enemy spawn. You kill all the enemies, like back out, kill all the enemies, kind of kind of work that up slowly. Uh, but the room right after that, where you jump down and and you go through the door that opens, and uh, the room that you have to throw the grenade through, like uh, the diamond at the end, in order to get that, we had a really clean run in that in that room. Uh, so if you want to see what we did, it's on YouTube. Uh, the next room, which is the arc room, could have been way smoother. I think we maybe died like four or five times, like total in that room. Like I know I died twice. I think both of you died once at least. So, uh, but the room after that, we've got a, a pretty solid strategy for that room. We kind of, I just kind of run in and drop a well at the middle, at the bottom. And then we just kind of plowed everything before it even made its way down the ramp. And uh, at that point, you're one room away from the boss room. Uh, I know Jared always reminds us to be careful on your jump down into the boss room, uh, that you don't ride the wall down. Because if you die, it puts your ghost up top or your orb up top to respawn and nobody can get up there to get you. So like I said, arc room. Boss room could have been cleaner. Otherwise, I thought it was a pretty clean run. All right, so next up is going to be um, theorizing what we're going to do for the PsyOps Battleground Grandmaster. Um, I looked at, you know, just a couple quick playthroughs of just like some of the ad layouts. At, just like, I think I need to get back in there and do the hero version of it to remember what spawns when. Um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a lot of ads. And then whenever you get to that boss room and Savathun's up in the air, just hurling everything she's got at you, it's going to be tough. And I'm, not, I'm not sure I remember. Yeah. I don't, I'm not even sure I remember the this, like what it is. So is it one of the ones where like uh, you get to the room right before the boss room and you got to get the, get the almonds and shoot the, shoot the thing off the door? and run in no no so uh the first you kind of start out outside of the shadow keep and you kind of clear around the shadow keep and then you you drop down into the same area from uh, the other moon strike i forgot the name of it um but there you gotta go around collecting orbs from yellow bar balls bars and to go deposit them and dunk them and this like every time you do that there's like two champions to spawn or the so it's yeah a lot of space. So for the sake of content, do you guys want me to watch something on this or just run into a blind and we'll see how it goes? Uh, I, I do recommend us uh, going through the hero version or something. Just to, Let's not do like, that. What if we just watch no? a video? Let's not okay. run a hero version. Let's not be P words. Let's okay. come right in. It's the same gonna, thing, Ryan. Watching a video and just doing it once? No. I'm, you got to remember, I'm trying to get by this whole season only running six strikes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Can't be running okay. hero versions. I do know for sure that Evan 10 Resilience and two resi- Arc Resist mods, you die to one-shots in the boss room. No way. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, who... I, d- I assume that the uh, that that is the Wado, Dado Wado has uh, a video out. 
he might, but it's also frames per second based. So if your frames are at 30, you live. But if your frames are at 60 or above, you die. So we're going to go cap <laughs> frames in the boss room? <laughs> I, I already <laughs> have to turn my resolution so far down in order to like be able to stream. Like, okay. uh, cause if not, like the stream gets a little choppy. If I mm-hmm. don't, if I try to run at like 2k 165, the stream gets choppy. So yeah. for the sake of you guys, I already turned that rezo down <laughs> for me. So <laughs> I thought about just getting me like a little $200 desktop with like a, that, or even putting a second graphics card in this thing, like a, like a 1060 or something just to solely handle like encoding Mm. but you know we'll see we'll see how it goes um be looking at it um i think i might go another well lock or a stasis lock because we need as much healing and try to try to have over shields maybe i don't pardon me you also think spanner titan with um, double with the Ursa. Second, Ursa or the second chance. I really like the second chance exotic. It weakens the enemies. It gets you an overshield. Um, yeah, I don't know. I got really. I got to think about what are you all thinking for your for you for your play. I'm running a warlock. That's about as far <laughs> as I made it. <laughs> I got. I don't even know what champions are in this one. So mm-hmm. I am well, like legit. I'm legit a hundred. Don't do that. Just tell me barrier <laughs> overload. There's fucking three possible answers. Let's just tell me what two of the three there are and yeah, go from yeah. there. It's barrier and unstoppable. Okay. Probably Arbalest is going to be in there. I would say. Yeah. Um, unless there's only like three or four barriers or something, but. Because we could do two uh, RBs and a and a Yallerhorn again. Yeah, yeah. We might have to do that. Because I was thinking, be if I'm not Yallerhorn, it'd yeah. be I'm gonna be running a hand cannon either way yeah. in the middle, and then one of those two. Be great for. But yeah, I was creating. thinking I was thinking Ursa Titan, but second chance yeah. would would be interesting. Yeah. All right. Um. All right, well, hopefully you tune into it whenever we go to do that, probably a Friday or Saturday night thing. Hopefully we don't push it. We might do it Sunday, potentially. Not sure. Um, I know I'm going out Saturday night, but I don't know what time I'll be back. I you know, I definitely will not be playing Saturday night. So that's Hold on. You got, like, fun plans or what, yeah, what, we, fun, what we doing? Fun, fun plans, yeah. So okay. the, the family from Pittsburgh is going to be in our city, so we'll be going out. The family from Pittsburgh? Yeah. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Should be a fun time then, I think. Yeah. All right, so moving on. Uh, Gambling Corner. We're halfway through Gambling Corner on our last bet, but we'll go ahead and and give you a little update. Yeah, so kind of kind of ruined it in the last segment. Uh but we have nine deaths so far. So our gambling corner was how many deaths would we have total? 
between the two GMs because we hadn't ran the uh, Fallen Saber 2 or, and we knew this one was upcoming. So we were uh, a little optimistic of ourselves thinking we were going to get those done uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, the the one this week. So uh, I think I said 23. I think Chad said 24. Okay, I said 24. Chad said 25. And Jared said 19. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. So that was up here off the dome. So that was kind of our guesses for total deaths across the two. Uh, We're sitting at nine deaths total right now. I'm feeling okay. Uh, I'm not feeling great. Feeling okay. Uh, How do you guys feel about, about your guess there? I think Chad's got it in the back. To me, it's uh, like, I I still I feel good about it, but we'll see what happens because that battleground is is not going to treat us well. We are definitely yeah. in for a challenge, and that's what Ryan's excited about. Yeah, you guys I, act like we suck. Like we are not bad at the game. I'm saying what you said. <laughs> so you're saying we suck. I'm saying it's going to be rough. Not that we're bad. It's just it's going to be tough because it is a tough one. And there is no cheese spot like on Mars, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be tough. And apparently also, uh, while you're in the boss room, if you're in there for too long, the staffs that you have to use to damage Sabathian can despawn, and you won't have any more staffs. Dude, I don't know if I've ever ran this whatsoever <laughs> like you guys are talking about Savathun and staffs and I'm like we fought her in a, in a battleground uh, yeah, yeah oh man so what, yeah, what was it Psyops Psyop Moon right yeah yeah season of the risen right okay yeah there's three platforms a middle a center a left and a right and they're yeah. floating okay I know exactly I know I know this one this, this one crow nothing. screwed up like everything where he pulled the plug on the yeah. psyop that was oh, in the mind. Yeah. Just triple B around yeah. that whole season. Freaking yep. chump. crying crying by the door in the helm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still okay. there. He was being a heckin' bad boy. All right, so um right now, um Chad is at five thousand. Fox is at 10,000 and I am at 23,000 glimmer. So Chad's due for a win. He hasn't had a win yet this season. So uh, good for him. Good for him getting this win. (laughs) That's your all star sign you just put up there. It is, yeah. (laughs) All right. So uh, it's time for the star to shine. Uh, What's going on on the board, Chad? Oh, boy. Um, like I said, we're going to be going through the first part of the the actual lore book of the season. I think this is the earliest I've ever gone through it. Um, but the lore book is called Purpose. Um, so we're going to start off with Chapter 1, Debriefing. Sloan? Commander Zavala's voice sounds distorted, as if he were underwater. The chilling running down Sloan's spine only adds to the sensation. She knows she had been gone for a while. For how long, she isn't sure. Shihan's internal chronometer had glitched out shortly after Titan disappeared and took them with it. Sloan had been left to measure the passage of time by feeling it in her bones. The universe moved on without her. 
That was to be expected, but Sloane still can't believe Zavala's debriefing. The words crash into her like one tidal wave after another, threatening to knock her off balance and fill her lungs with brine. Stasis? Keitel. The House of Light? Savathun. The Lucent Brood? Neomuna. Amanda. Sloane's thoughts drift back to the wake of the Red War, call signs and banter as Holiday's Hawk flew overhead, small talk between sorties, quiet moments and shared laughter between the staccato of gunfire and roar of jet engines, a friendship chiseled into marble one stroke at a time. Amanda was always fearless, the first to stand up and the last to go home. Why did she always have to be such a damn hero? Sloane? Zavala says again. She realizes she's been clenching her fists. She might have been shaking. Sloane's eyes focus once more, meeting those of her commanding officer. He looks different than she remembers. His eyes seem older, wiser, and filled with something that catches her off guard. Is that pity? Can he see it? This pit growing in her stomach, this yawning chasm that yearns to swallow her whole. Is he questioning her resolve, her ability to see this through? to do her duty back on the front line so others don't have to? Does he see your weakness? Sloane clenches her fists again. Sir, she replies, her voice holds steady. Understood, sir. Zavala's brow furrows. It's a lot to take in. If you need to, I don't. A moment of silence passes. Sloane does not let him see anything. Zavala nods. Very well, he says. Dismissed. Sloane salutes and returns to her station. She would be the first to stand up and the last to go home. Chapter 2 Theory Ikora pinches a thick and vibrant strand thread from the air and twists it between her fingers with ease. It plies to her influence but smooths the motions of her hands, tapering her movement to flow in cleaner lines. The veil tones in rhythm with the plucks of tension rolling across her knuckles. She focuses on the subtle irregularities in each pulse, the patterns they form. There are small, few plucked reverberations that resonate out beyond the walls of this chamber, beyond the detection of her intuition and out into the cosmos. Those capture her interest most. Behind her, an animated avatar escorts Osiris into the Veil's containment chamber. They gesture him towards Ikora and bid farewell. Osiris watches the ripples play out before him and across the fabric of reality as a wave, then particles, then a wave again. He feels it brush over him. He steps with the cadence of each pulse sent rippling from Ikora's plucking knuckles, basking in Strand's energizing rhythm, feeling whole again. It's stronger. The veil's signature. Ikora's voice carries a hint of learned suspicion. Ever since we recovered, Titan. That is to be expected, Osiris retorts, now within the weave of droning strands surrounding the veil. The room around them trembles. When Titan was torn back, the veil took notice. It seemed to recognize Titan's arrival. Ikora tightens her grip on the strand thread. We have the veil, our ghosts. What are we missing? If we decipher the connection between Titan and the veil, that connection might be what we need to follow the witness. What of the worm? Osiris asked skeptically. Sloane believes she is our last, our best chance. You taught me the value of a backup plan. Ikora gives him a stern look. Titan, Savathun's throne world, every place we've found Egregor. I haven't found the exact threads yet, but pull one, and they all seem to spin back to Neomuna, to the Vale. You're getting ahead of yourself, 
following some of my less favorable tendencies. Nimbus says we must flow to understand Strand. Perhaps it is the same with the veil. Osiris moves beside Zykora and reaches up, palm parallel to the threads drawn taut from Akora's braid of Strand, soul-remembered Titan in a way. The veil's signal spiked when Titan returned from memory to reality, when the rhythm of the solar system had been restored to order. Osiris drops his hand and looks to Ikora. Perhaps we must simply find that rhythm before we are able to interpret the beats within it. And once we do, when we should be able to reverse that process, she replies, Ikora releases the thread and tracks the rippling points of connection that travel outward, along the fabric like strands of existence, to the walls of the containment enclosure. We're too late in a game for something to mean nothing. It has to connect. Akura sighs, then turns to Osiris. Your flair for educating others is returning, though I bet some would say you never lost it. She smiles. Osiris smirks. Come, walk with me. We will discuss this unifying theory of yours. Chapter 3, Legacy A soft, simulated whimper echoes from the workshop as Archie rests his head on Anna's shoulder. They sit together in front of the harness, holding up Rasputin's erstwhile exoframe, a lifeless effigy of cables and steel. I know, buddy, Anna says quietly. I miss him too. After Rasputin's sacrifice, Anna had arranged for the exoframe to be transferred from the helm to her workspace in the tower. At the time, she had been, she had told herself that keeping the frame in storage would have been a waste, that its technological advancements could prove useful to other exos in the future. Honestly, though, she simply wasn't ready to let go. Nevertheless, she signed herself up for a new task, and what better way to cope with grief than by staying busy? So she had been good on her word, tinkering with the frame to reverse engineer its more convoluted components. That was until she heard that Titan, like Mars before it, had suddenly reappeared, and Sloane along with it. A warrior in need of war, a weapon in search of a target, not unlike the Warmind. The thought kept Anna from fully burying herself in her work. For now, she wraps her arm around Archie as her thoughts drift to all the detritus left in Rasputin's wake. Rasputin had assembled an arsenal of unfathomable scale, remnants from thousands of warsats strewn across the solar system, prototype weaponry never to be completed, stratagems and simulations forever forgotten. And yet, Sitting here in the shadow of his sacrifice, Anna finds that she wants to remember him by one thing not built for war. A canine AI, created for no other purpose than companionship. One that has made a home for himself in the tower, greeting everyone he meets on his daily walks. In the end, Rasputin's legacy was not the way he wa war he waged, but the lives he sought to protect. The notion brings a smile to Anna's lips. It's what distinguished him from Zivu Aroth, and, and Anna hopes that Sloane can realize the same holds true for her. Anna looks to the exoframe one last time before rising to her feet, pats the dog on his head, and he happily wags his tail in response. Come on, Archie, she says as she reaches for her comms unit. Let's go for a walk. So it's interesting to see what Anna's up to now, um, as well as Ikora and Osiris hearing uh, him teaching her about Strand after he taught us. So that's, she's dabbling in darkness, guys. It's official. She's doing stuff. Um, about time. And, uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what, what happens more going along with Sloan in this storyline. But uh, 
We'll get there when we get there. I did read that last entry for the lore this season. I usually don't, but uh, I'm really looking forward to that one. I think yeah, uh, it's a good one. All right, next up is the mailbag. Um, all right, we got question one. What would you do if you were a speedrunner and your account got banned? Did you guys so, see this drama this week? Yeah. Yeah, so there were uh, a lot of people in the speedrunning community were banned. Um, I saw it on Twitter. I assume you guys probably saw it in the same place as I did. Um, so if I ever logged in, so honest to God's truth, you can look at my stats. I do not cheat. Like I am, I don't care to lose. I'm not competitive enough. Like I don't get tilted enough to try to gain that advantage or anything if i lose i lose and i might get frustrated but never would i cheat i don't think i've cheated in a video game since like grand theft auto 3 when i was in like sixth grade seventh grade whenever that game came out and that was just to like get all the weapons um i don't think i i can honestly say i've never cheated in a game that was online um at all the closest I ever came to cheating was in Gears of War. I marked my television like the center of my screen so I wouldn't have to like ADS with my Nasher. Um, so if that's cheating, that's the closest I ever came <laughs> to it. That's God's honest truth. I was like uh, 18 years old, just trying to climb the ranks. And, you know, I was never good enough to really do anything because I couldn't do the wall jumps and all that stuff. But, you know. Uh, but th that's it. That's close as I came. So if I went on and my account was banned, I'd be done. That would be it. I would never play Destiny again. Probably be like a 30 to 40% chance I'd play the next Bungie games after this. I would probably go back and play Halo. Like I wouldn't have any trouble with that. Um, but I don't even know because it would be like a wrongful ban or hack or whatever so i i don't think i would go for it and give them money yeah so i would i would appeal the ban and i would actually like want some feedback of why i got banned but i feel like all these people they know what they actually did they get banned exactly and, i agree and um i'm not i'm not sure if I I don't know the speedrunners of of this community. I don't watch speedruns. Uh, in passing, I'll see oh somebody did this in so much time with this oob. I'm like okay, that's cool. You use a noob. Like I don't like it. It just misses me the chase of getting doing stuff fast with a noob. It's like I, I'm not sure why people care about it a lot. A lot. Um, but if I was banned, banned, it's it's peace out to Bungie if I was banned. Yes. Yeah. I'm moving on. I'll go. If I, if they think I'm so corrupt, I'll go play an Activision game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It, I would do an appeal and then I would probably also bounce out. It'd be sad. I'd have to say goodbye to these two folks right here. Be like, hey, I was banned, so I'm not playing no more. And then, uh, Conquer's Corner is down by one. I'd be very sad. I'd probably still follow the story 
like through through you know watch the esoteric videos to watch the cutscenes and stuff and be like oh okay you know just like catching up on a book but uh it'd be it it burn it hurts so hard to watch that and just be like dude i don't do anything like wrong so <laughs> i right oof, it would hurt and i would look at marathon yeah, and be like you know what very low Fuck chance it. i'm gonna play that i might watch a video and be like i'm good i'm okay how uh that would be my thing is just knowing that i'm not one that the the people that cheat, I feel like it catches the people that cheat. So I'm so paranoid about it. I don't even set like macros for like the sword skating. You know how some people do that. I don't do any macros because Bungie said in their like in a blog post two years ago, or I think it's, I think we even covered it on one of our episodes. Mm-hmm. Like hey, like <clears throat> can't do it. So like I don't even do that. So like I never did the afk leveling as much as i wish i could just to get the season pass done like i'm not even doing anything that's macro related uh my like five keys on my logitech keyboard that are macros are literally just uiop and like the semicolon which is like mute discord pull up the quest tab like it's uh, pull up the map tab like it's nothing that's macro related whatsoever All right, question two. Uh, I guess it's more of a statement, but rate this season. Uh, I'm gonna just gonna say it's it's like uh, it's not the worst season. It's not the best season. So somewhere between a C plus and a B minus would probably be my answer. Yeah. I'm giving this one to B because I think we're still going to get some kind of exotic mission or something that we go through with these broken blades that we're getting from these exotic fish so season's not over yet now if Sabathun is resurrected by the end of this season then this season shoots up to a b plus a minus but i think they're gonna hold off on that okay okay um i was gonna give it a b minus um as well the the Deep dives are cool in theory and need to just be reworked. The way it works out with the buffs to stuff is really neat. I like that as well. It's like a positive. It's like the skulls in in like Halo ODST. There's the positive and the negative ones. Um, so I did like that. But uh, the length needs to be cut down, or there needs to be a way for players to quit out early if they want to not if they don't want the full rewards or whatever. Um, the storyline has has started to connect a lot more dots whether the story was feels like it was pushed into this season, regardless of that, it helped us kind of get more, more of an understanding of the witness, a little bit of understanding with the veil based off of what happened with, uh, with that witness cutscene and, um, and the, the quest line you get from Naomuna with Nimbus that talks a little bit more about it, but, uh, it is good to have more dots connected and, and more, more pins on the board, for us to to be able to to theory craft a little bit better versus being completely blind. So I do appreciate that, but um yeah, no, the 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 deep dives are way too long. So B minus for me until that exotic thing happens and if something happens great, it'll go up to a B and if nothing happens, it'll stay at a B minus. 
Uh, question three. Are there any weapons left from Destiny 1 that you would want to come to Destiny 2? And that is from Nina. Oh, baby. My Saladin's Vigil. The weapons from... Uh, from uh, That was the weapons from, from... Is that Wrath? It was Wrath, but it wasn't in the, the raid. It was the ones that you got from doing that little forge thing. Like, it was the one where you, you had to to deposit the things and it has like the waves. I can't remember what it's called. I can't uh, remember either, but I remember like creeping up the steps to matchmake. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it was like, it was, you're creeping up walking backwards for like a minute and a half of just slowly. Just because it made you go slower. So the game could matchmake in the background. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I always really liked Hawk moon with that luck in the chamber. Yeah perk and everything like the hawk keep in mind i never had the like the super hawk moon that was around for year one of d1 <laughs> i got it whenever uh taken king came out and it was sold uh there that way we could that and the monte carlo were the exotics that us poor xbox players mm-hmm. uh had to wait a year for so uh hawk moon just because it, it man it just it just felt good as a good villain weapon so that would probably be my answer i'm not going to say icebreaker because i understand the problems that icebreaker would bring to the community so mm-hmm. just know i know some of you are out there beating your steering wheels or uh slapping your legs while you're listening on the train to us about weapons that need to come back but icebreaker was busted the bust it just completely breaks the ammo economy so it can't come back so hawk moon would be my answer so you want that version of Hawkman, not the Hawkman we have now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 real the real I know that we have like the one that came from the the mission on <clears throat> like uh the EDZ where yeah. you're running through the pipes and all that stuff, but talking about like the real the real Hawkmoon, that would be the the one that I want with that luck in the chamber perk that it had. And it just it was just a stat monster, man. Mm-hmm. Like it was so good. Uh, I would want Dragon's Breath to come back, and it come back with like a bunch of verbs that's for the uh, the solar class now, mm-hmm. with like ignition and, and all that stuff. Like, and like I think they could throw the new perk on their bipod to where it's like it has like three rockets to shoot out, and each one like causes scorch. You hit something, and like. Like you've hit targets with the first two rockets, the third rocket will automatically cause an ignition. Like I think there's a lot of cool stuff they could do with Dragon's Breath. So a different twin-tailed fox. Only solo though. It only does solo verbs. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I see what you're saying. What was that? That the the other sniper like? Was it like LR five thousand one or something like that? The one that had the. Had that perk, the final round or whatever, to where you could... Oh, the... Oh, God. You made it leave my head as soon as you said <laughs> final sorry. round. It's not Long Shadow. Um, no. It had I, that I number at the end about. of it. Like Did, LR5001 yeah. or something, something stupid like that. I haven't played D1 in years, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm really sorry. But that would probably be... That would probably be the. It's other not one, thousand yard stare, is it? I don't think so. 
Oh, LDR 5001. Oh, I was really close. I was only one letter off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that that gun like shooting through walls and stuff. You could like shoot through yeah, you like can. certain Yeah. That would probably be the one, but I would get killed by it more. Like mm. I would get killed by it more than I would benefit from it, so I'd probably hate it <laughs> once it came back, but yeah. Um but but that would be that would be one because we already got like uh assuming fate is fate bringer an option. Um like we've kind of got it right already with uh, I guess like if, it, if it was actually in the kinetic slot but did but did arc damage with firefly. Yeah, yeah. That would be the other. Yeah. That would be I actually I actually wish we would have that system over now, but just like all kinetic goes in the top slot and all no, all primaries are in the first slot then you then like your special weapons are in your second slot and then power weapon in the last slot yeah yeah so like white box ammo like white yeah. box weapons in the top slot green yeah. box weapons in the yeah i don't know man going back to that'd disney be good, style that'd be a good debate would that be better i just i just prefer it I don't think I disagree with you. I'll say that at least. I'd have to think about it more. Maybe that'd be a good question for the mailbag next week if somebody would like to ask that one. <laughs> uh, number five, favorite hobby outside of video games. Uh, mine's sports. Pretty easy. Not so much playing sports anymore. I used to love to play sports. Now I just love to watch sports. So this is a tough time for me. Destiny being down, no sports. Yeah. Um, it's kind of rough. Uh, for me, it's probably going to be golf. I attempt to play golf. It's definitely ho- it's a hobby. I'm by no means good, so it's more about just going out and enjoying, drinking some beers. You know, just being outdoors. Um, mine is probably thinking about video games. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just thinking about them. Um, and then I guess if 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 I'm not doing that, I'm I'm reading or trying to cook something. Um, it's one of those one of those things. Last question, dog guy or cat guy? Uh, it's 100% dog all the way. I uh, don't trust cats. Um, cats are also very self-sufficient, and they kind of don't need you. They're just, you're just there. Um, dog they only they only just, need you to make sure that they they know you know they are superior. That's what that's what they are. That's <laughs> yeah, cats. You know, you know and, dogs yeah. just absolutely I'm lose cool, their like, mind when you yeah. come home. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, like I, 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 I'm fine being around cats. I'm totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. I will never have one in my house. I'm, I fine being around them. I don't want I one. Think. No, I want my dog. I want my dog to be like, oh my god, you're home. I love you, and be like, man, yeah. you're the best. Not my yeah. cat. Like, hey, look at my butt. Give me some food. So, all right. I guess that's cool, man. Mm-hmm. I was uh, always a dog guy till I had kids. Now that I have kids, totally a cat guy. Uh, cats, you don't have to mess with them as much. <clears throat> so uh, having other responsibilities that are obviously more important than your dog, uh, it's kind of less you have to have to deal with. Um, 
change a litter box once a week or have your wife change a litter box once a week. Uh, <laughs> make sure the cat has food. Uh, make sure the cat doesn't get on top of your PC. Like uh, I came in yesterday, the cat had jumped up on. So my room has all these windows in it, right? So it's kind of like a sunroom. So if the air conditioner is not on, this is the hottest room of the house, which attracts the cat. Well, my cat somehow decided it got on top of my computer, which has like the exhaust fans on the top and like the, the, the radiator from the AIO for the CPU is up there. And the cat jumped on top and was just like perched on top of the computer, turned the computer on because the power button's on top and was just sitting there just like just getting his belly and his chest warm off of my computer and i flipped shit on that so now like i have to make sure my door's closed all the time kind of annoying uh but cats are kind of funny so i was always huge dog guy until we had till we had kids and since then dogs are a lot of if you go out of town you gotta find somebody to come deal with them or take them to a kennel whereas a cat if it's like three or four days you can leave a bunch of food out, clean the litter box and have somebody come one time, make sure they have food and you're in pretty good shape. All right. That's episode 119. That's a wrap. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at destiny CC pod. If you listen to us on Spotify, iTunes or other podcast service, don't services. Don't forget. You can watch us on YouTube. Click the bell, turn on notifications, yada, yada, yada. Uh, we also get that pre-show exclusive to the YouTube. So, uh, yeah, uh, we had a pretty good talk about hot dogs this week in honor of 4th of July. I'll let these other two guys sign off. Yeah, uh, go have a uh, good 4th of July this week. And um, hopefully Bungie Day is awesome. I'm meeting Chad IRL on Wednesday. So there will be pictures on Twitter of that and um have a good week yeah it's gonna be exciting to to have a have a bro date there on on wednesday uh jared's coming over on thursday so we can do the podcast still um we're just gonna be two guys on the monitor <laughs> <It's> like, nah, <laughs> <that>. <laughs> um but no definitely the, uh, stay hydrated for all the people that are gonna be on the beach fourth of july i know that people are gonna be imbibing on other drinks but make sure you get some water in you as well um, and uh, stay safe out there. Go Cats. Love you guys.